Umlander about Gemara. Today's block is the Chov Zayin Amir Aleph. We're up to right before the Mishnah. Right before this is uh, Tuesday's Gemara. Uh, <clears throat> tomorrow's Gemara. Says the Gemara, Aide, the Foshes Asur, the Mishnah said that if the woman was kidnapped based on um, because of money, then we assume nothing really happened and she's been to her husband. But if it's because of um, Foshes, and right now we take the Mishnah literally that she's the one who sent us to death, then and then there's problems. She can't go after her, even let's say she was there, was, she was given clemency. However, the Gemara says, I did the says Rav, right above the Mishnah, that the husband was the one who was sentenced to, to death on account of stealing. And, and their wives, therefore, are also uh, maltreated. The lady says no. Uh, the wife of Aganif is not really maltreating that to that extent. It's talking about Ishtish of Ben Dunoy. The wife of Ben Dunoy, whose real name was Alazar, and, um, and he was sentenced to death because he was a murderer. And then his wife is maltreated, uh, abused. Only if they were already given the final sentence that he was put to death, only then. Uh, regardless of Geneva or or the reason is, but as long as it's sentenced with death, that's when they start maltreating her, not before the sentence. Rabbi Yechina says, Afa Nigma Dinla, they didn't issue the sentence yet. Being tried already, then they take advantage of her. So the Mishnah Kipshua city that was surrounded by a garrison, was taken over by a garrison, all the women there that are Kahanas. Actually, doesn't mean the women are kind, they're married to a kind. If they were married to a coin and she was even raped by somebody, she's also her husband. Psulas, they are forbidden. And uh, and the truth of the matter is, even if um, even if they what do you call it? It's not so much even if it's not the question of rape, which really not she learns. It's just the fact that with a goy makes her really even if she's a single girl. If she had if you had a, um, a relation with a goy, she's also to a coin. But if there are witnesses that nothing untoward happened, I feel ever like that if a slave or a maid had the money, even though generally disqualified, the witnesses here they believe. But they themselves testify that they are tar is not good enough. That's the question. It says, if an army garrison came into a city and they go through the city and they rampage the city, this is a time of peace. We already had this Gemara as well. In, um, in, um, <coughs> What do you call it? we had it before? If the Bishas, what do you call it? Bishas Shalom, if it's a time of peace, if it's a time of peace, then Chavias, Sukhar, any open barrel, Asuras are forbidden, Stumas, Mutaras. But if they're sealed, they are permitted because they won't really tamper with it. Uh, but Bishas Muhammad, but uh, when it's a time of war, they have no time to go ahead, but worry about Yain Nesach. If the game tampered with the wine, it's like Stammy and you now drink it. So if it's a time of peace, they'll open, you know, all the open bottle barrels, they'll take it, they have a problem taking it for themselves, even though it's not theirs. But if they're, seal, if they're sealed, they're not going to bother. However, if it's a time of war, they don't have time to go ahead and to, to, to tamper with the wine. They have more important things on their mind. They have no time to go ahead and be Nesach. So the question is, so the same thing with women. Why are we worried about the women there? You're comparing women to wine. Omar Mori, for the women that have time to rape the women, but to go ahead and pour the wine for other that they don't have time for. Even though in logic you would think the other way around that they need all the help they can get if they're idol worshippers, they're going to do whatever they need to make sure they win the war. But because they already took over the city, so they feel a bit more confident, and then they're worried about the wine, but they'll take they'll they'll rape the women. 
Rabbi Yisrael, let's say, Mashiach is going to come. He says, no, it depends. Here we're talking about becharkum shaloisa malchus. If it's a local kingdom, the army, and come becharkum shaloisa, another country is taking over. And Mashiach is showing how to learn exactly more his answer. Rashi says if it's a local government that the or the the the. the I guess the country, their own army that's, that's now took back the city, they're not going to harm their own citizens. Everything's all right. It's only if it's uh, outsiders, they're going to go and rape the women. And Tesla is exactly the opposite. If, if it's a local government, then they feel confident that, they're, that they took all back their city and they're not worried anymore. They have plenty of time to go rape the women. If the foreign government, they're constantly wor worried that they'll be taken over again, so they're more interested in strategies and taking, in ensuring their safety rather than going out there and, pu and pl uh, pillaging the city and the people. Even their own kingdom, even if their own army, you're going to guarantee the law. You tell them it's their own army, no problem. What do you mean? Only is one one soldier there, uh, one renegade soldier running around and raping women, it causes already a problem. That you know, any woman that he that he raped cannot go back to the cannot live with a coin. Says the Gemara. Um, <clears throat> oh, well, give me so they can all see each other, so therefore they make sure that nothing happens. Um, so nobody can go around and, and harm the people in the city. So is, is it possible to say is that so secure? Isn't it possible that the that the, the guards fall asleep those over the night? Even though it's a even though it's a local government uh, soldier, they're still outside the city, not inside the city. So they surround the city with chains, cowboy dogs, and gobs and all kinds of pegs and spikes for abza and, and geese. And therefore, if anybody tries to go into the city in the middle of the night. They'll make noise and the soldiers will wake up. So nobody's going to brave to do that. One of them gave the same answer we just said right now. Depends if it's a local army, a foreign army, and with a cash limit. He's not concerned about these questions he asked. Oh, one person, one person not worried about. The other one actually asked all the questions that we went through, and he answered exactly what we answered. That you surrounded the city with your shilter, chains, the cowboy dogs, gavs, and spikes, and geese, and therefore there's no noises. There's no concern that somebody's going to break into the city at night. Interesting, if you have one cave in the city, Matzelis al Hakahanas Kul. We have one cave in the city that every single client can say that they were in that cave, and it's good enough. Machlek is whether they actually have to say it or not, uh, or we just make that assumption. Big Machlek is showing we're talking about a very large cave that can contain everybody, or even a small cave that cannot. What happens if it only if the cave is so small that only one person can fit in? Me, I mean, do we say Do we say that each person that's the person that was saved? We don't say we don't say that that's the person that was saved. In, 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 in logic, the shame on the know if it's only one person that can be saved, bottle bereaved. What do you what do you mean that the whole city, all the women there are saved because one person could have hidden and the army couldn't get to her? So someone answered because uh, by a people we don't say bottle bereaved, by a barrier we don't say bottle bereaved, or other ones say it's like and called Kavua, we had before is Kemechza above, and because they're fixed in the cave, and every woman was in the cave. We don't know which one it is, therefore it's a suffix. And by and by uh, in this case, because we don't know for sure anything really happened, it becomes Lukula. Says the Mishnah, how is that different from a case that we learned in Shivilin? There were two. What happens? There were two roads to get somewhere. One of them had a body lying across. That means anybody walked over there would have become Tame, and the other one didn't. 
And two, two people, each one walked down a different road. One of them is Tommy, but we don't know which one. The Holobach man, he went to one that was a tatter. He touched some tahares. The other one came and he went and touched other food. Now, the question is, and he touched tahares. The question is, which one is Tommy and which one isn't? Rabbi says, if each one came independent of the other one and asked his questions, each one's a suffix, and we have a rule that a suffix in a shusarabim is tari. But they both came at the same time. There's no rub that can pass because they're both tari because definitely one of them is tummy. So you're going to have to say that the tari is a tummy. We're asking a question regarding the food that they touch rather than the people themselves because regarding the people themselves, the taser says they should go to the mikvah and, 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 and fix themselves up. <clears throat> and because in the future, they might both touch the same food and that food definitely will come tummy. So regarding says everyone holds that they have to do something to fix it up. The question is regarding the food they already touch. What happens? So Rabbi Yehuda says they come different separate times. We're going to be mekul. Rabbi Yehuda says ben kach or ben kach He says no. Even they come separately, they are tamei. Now the Gemara tries to understand. Each one's a suffix. Suffix tume in a shusarabim is tahir. Why are we saying that even each one comes independent of the other, they become tamei? Says Robert, let me qualify this argument. They both came at the same time. Everyone says the Rav has to say tummy because the food is tummy, because definitely, you know, one of them is tummy. And he established in Israel. If it's one after another succession, each one's a suffix to me. Know the argument about one person comes, Ruby comes and asks about himself and also about his, his colleague Shimon. Who went through the other road? So he's uh, he's he's asking about himself, but he's talking. So he's he's here on his own, but he's talking about both. His mom and One of them says, "Well, this is like coming at the same time. Even though there's only one person there, he's talking about two people." Well, The other one says, "No, since he's talking about himself, he's he's the only one here, and the other person is not here. It's as if they're two separate times, <clears throat> and therefore it's each one he can pass guitar. Now the and I'm here too, keeping the shot a little cooler. Since you tell me that all the women in the city." You're making me one psak. It's like they all came at the same time. And, and because they all came at the same time, so um, we learned before, and if you ask about yourself and your friend, it's considered as if it's all one time. And you definitely, since it's definitely Tumada, you have to say Tummy. So here also, how can you pass on all the women in the city are Tummy? Since we don't know which one, you know, one of them is Tari, the rest of them are Tummy, we don't know which one. So you're asking about everybody, the whole city. So we should pass on Tummy, because definitely somebody's Tummy, right? So the Gemara, how do you compare the two? Over there, in that case, one of the roads definitely were Tameh. So you can't just say Tar. All we know is the garrison was in the city. Do we know for a fact that they raped any women? Not at all. We're just making a supposition. And therefore, in this case here, we can be lenient and say that they're all tired. Even if Yesi would be murdered. Boy, Rabash has a question. Umr, listen, she said, She came forward, she incriminated herself. She said, Look, I definitely was not in that cave, but I always want you to know that nothing ever happened to me. This is like Pesha Asa Pesha Hitta. Me, I mean, do we say, Mala the Shaka? Do we say there's a Migui? There's a Migui here. And it's not so much, it's a, it's a degree less than Pesha Asa because we know that the majority of women couldn't fit into the cave. So, uh, but nevertheless, she has a Migui. She could have said, I was in the cave. Mal in the Shaka, why would I lie? So, therefore, she must be telling the truth. Or maybe in this case, we don't say Mal in the Shaka because you know that most women couldn't fit in. So, it's like, um, and not only that, since we know for sure 
that if, if she didn't go in there, she was raped. The moment she said that I wasn't hiding in the cave, then we know that then it's as if we're standing there saying testimony that she was definitely raped because she didn't go into the cave. And therefore it's immediately against witnesses and immediately against witnesses doesn't hold up. Amiga is not stronger, not more convincing than two witnesses saying if this is what happened. You can have Amiga from today or tomorrow, but these are the facts. And this is a fact that the army was loose in the city and you were uh, free in the city, not hiding, probably you were raped. So it's immediately against Aiden. That's what the murder thinks. So the, and Gemara then continues. No, why should this be different than Mahu Maisa? Gemara says, well, let's compare it to another story of Migi against Aiden. It was a story that gave a person He rented out, hired out his donkey to a friend in Amla. He gave him a warning. Like don't go along the river of Nahabkai. There's plenty of water. The Narash, go through the city of Narash. It's dry land. It's safer for the donkey. The Lekamai, there's no water. He went down the road in Nahabkai. And the donkey died. He actually uh, went the wrong way. He, he didn't listen to the instructions, and the donkey died. Yes, I'll agree. And no one knows where, which way he went. He said, yes, I definitely went via Nahabkoid. I was told not to, but I want you to know, it was, it was dry. There was a drought, whatever. There was no water there. It didn't die from water, it died from heat stroke, whatever. It did not die from drowning. Well, he could have said he went down the other way through Norash. Instead, he said he went by, um, he went the other way through Nahapkoi. He's telling, so he is, he incriminated himself. He could have said he went the other way and be free. So now that he incriminated himself, but he told us the story, he has a migri. He says, no, this is a migri, which is against Adim. The Adim say that what, that what is always water. And if he, at the moment he admits that he went through Nahapkoi, then we don't believe him that there was no water there because we're sure that there was water there. It's a migri against Adim and Allah is like a bayah. You cannot have a migri against Adim. So the same thing over here. Even if she says that she, she wasn't in the cave, we're Adim that something happened to her untoward and therefore her migri doesn't help. And, and the reason why Rabbi holds that over here that he is believed is because it's not 100% there's always water there. Usually there's water there, but sometimes there isn't. So maybe this Migri defines that this is one of those cases. Anyway, so what do you compare the case of the donkey to our case here? There, it's almost 100% sure that there was water there. You can say for a fact if she was not hiding in the cave that the, the soldiers raped her. It's only a concern. Amiga against a concern, yes, is valid. Says in my first session, in yes, eight of the witnesses, I feel ever even a slave, I feel she can a maid, and among the belief, I feel she even a maid, the dumb, the one, even her maid, her maid who usually remains, mom will always defend her, is believed. A maid is believed, even though it's qualified, eight is it's her maid, she's always tell us, you know, help out her, her mistress. Um, is believed. So, what is that truly really so? But I mean, I say question. Well, sir, I'll show you that sometimes maids are not believed because we don't believe them. We don't trust them. We think that she's constantly trying to defend her mistress, and if we can't trust them, what's the story? It says, We talked about a person who's dying, and he and he wants his wife not to be stuck if he dies. He doesn't want his wife to be stuck with her, his brother and have to have a chalitza or yibum so and so forth. So he writes her a get, and he writes a get on condition that if he dies, this get should be retrospective. And then we say that for the moment he wrote the get, they should not be alone in seclusion alone, because maybe they would have a relationship. And if they do have a relationship after he wrote the get, it becomes an old get. And it becomes an old get, which means that the, let's say she falls pregnant and she has a child, and they'll see that the age of the child and the date of the get, the kid will think that the kid was born outside of wedlock and he'll be and he'll be stained. He'll be stained forever. 
So therefore, you do not have any union together, be alone together. Always have witnesses there. But not her own maid, because her own maid will see them have a relation. She won't say a word. She is not worried about having a relation with her husband in front of her maid, because the maid won't say a word. So therefore, if you don't trust the maid, you won't say a word. How can you trust over here in our Mishnah if she says that she wasn't, she didn't become Tame, we trust her. How can we trust her? So we have a few answers. Papi says that over here we do trust her maid because the, the whole thing is a shash anyway, an assumption. So therefore we're lenient. Papa says, no, we don't trust her maid. The mission says we trust her maid, but it's his maid, but not her maid. Her maid, who is, who is uh, subservient to her, is not going to tell us that if she was uh, raped by the soldiers, so therefore we can't trust her. I, how can you say her maid not believe? It says, ain't other maid on A person cannot testify by themselves, on themselves. That's the only limitations about yourself. It seems to be, but her maid, Mehemna would be believed. Her maid is so subservient to her mistress it's as if she is the mistress. And because she is as, as if she is the mistress, cannot uh, be trusted. So a papi holds and her maid could be trusted for Shvuyakilu. A papa, his brother says, cannot be trusted at all. Ravashi comes along and says, no, the maid can be trusted. The a shivcha will will uh, keep quiet and not say anything, even though it's a lie. And um, no, if she sees her, the, the, if her if her mistress is, is in isolation with her husband after he wrote that conditional get, and her relations, all she will be quiet and not say they had, they had relations. That she'll do. The shivcha mezuch husband be quiet. Um, over there, all she has to do is be quiet. And that will enable her, her, his, um, this woman to rely on that get. She's not going to say a word. Over here, if she doesn't say something, we're going to assume automatically that, that she was raped by the soldiers. The only way that she'll get out of it is the maid has to actually get up proactively lie, not just be quiet, proactively lie and say, no, nobody raped her, even though she saw that she was. Is Mehemna. Um, so we go. Um, um, but here, because you have to lie, that far she's not going to go, and therefore she can be trusted. Therefore she can be trusted in our case here. And and we are going to, uh, and that's the difference. The difference is if the lie is barely being quiet, or the lie is actually getting up there and saying something. Says the Gemara, um, what's the difference? Hashanami Asim Shakra, if you if you accuse her of lying, then what's the difference if she keeps quiet or if she says something? Says the Gemara, Tartila Avra. This is like two things. This is like two steps. Being quiet is one step. Not saying anything. Not saying that that your mistress had a relation. It was alone with her uh, husband and had a relation. Had a relation. But to go out there and lie is like two steps. Being quiet and then actually saying that she was not raped when she was that far. She is not going to go. Says the Gemara. Like the story, the mother Barisi, mother Barisi, I'm not other say, Chora Barisi, also the like also Bechazoi, Acha Bechazoi. Suddenly, he was about to inherit his father. Suddenly, along came a long lost brother from from far away from Chazoi and said, I'm like, Plague, I'm your brother. You know that you knew you had a brother who was very young and left with your father. I'm your brother. Many, many years later, give me uh, my share of the, of the estate. I'm like, I don't recognize you. 
Yes, we this what this said he's not lying. recognized his brother, but they didn't recognize him because he was very young, didn't have a beard or anything. When he left home 17 years old, he did not have a beard. So now he did, they didn't recognize him. Now he had a beard. So the brother said, go bring me proof that you're my brother, and then we'll divide the state. Amalei, he said to Rabchizi, Eastly Sadi, I have witnesses, Umistafinimene, but the skill of this guy, the Gavra Almu, Marabadi, is a very strong person, a very influential, and the skill of him. And, uh, and the way Tesalim Shad is that they had to, he actually had to bring the witnesses who say that uh, we have what to say, but we're not going to say anything because we're scared. Amalei today, so he so Marabadi turned around to, sorry, so Rabchizi turned around to Marabadi, he said, Zil, I see you at the Lava you prove that he's not your brother. And Tracer actually says that um, that he's that um, says to her, talk to these two witnesses and get them to testify that there's not his brother, because they're saying that these two witnesses say that he is his brother. You, and they don't want to say anything. So you get these two witnesses to say that he's not his brother. Amalai said to him, Dino, what kind of thing is this? I have to prove he's not my brother. He has to prove that he is my brother. This is how we judge cases like you, where people are very strong and um, and uh, and people other people are intimidated are intimidated by you. So now the question is, what's the point? If he's a strong armed person, then he'll get false witnesses, or he'll get these witnesses to lie and say, yes, he's not his brother. Tati Lovdi. They're gonna be quiet when they're called in to say testimony, this is his brother, they're gonna be quiet, they're not gonna say anything. Quiet silence is easy. They plead the fifth. It's when they have to lie and say that this guy is not your brother, when in fact he is, that far they're not going to go. That's the proof. Let's say, in fact, regarding the, the maid, is a it says, the following are ages for a man or woman, that following ages, a man or woman, like little kids, her father, her father, mother, her brother, and uh, her sister. So the question, so we're going to say there's an argument to rises whether the maid is believed or not believed. Um, talking about now, if somebody was kidnapped, everyone is cautious to say that nothing happened, nothing untoward happened to her and the captors, even little children, even her father and mother generally are not accepted. brother, sister, not her son, and not uh, um, her daughter, and not a servant, and not her maid. So it's clear from here, it's, it's clear from here that a maid, a maid is not to be believed. The Tanya learned elsewhere. Um, Except herself or by her husband. So it seems to me only she and her husband, because her husband each take a goof with like one and the same. But the maid is believed. Contradiction. So there are puppy that I've asked you tonight. There are puppy that I've both who say that that a maid, even her maid, is believed. There's no question as a machlek is a two rises, whether she's believed or not. That our papa, that our papa says there's a difference that her maid is not believed, his maid is believed. Me lema tanoi. Are they actually arguing? Or can we say that one of them is talking about his maid, one of them is about her maid? I can say no, it's talking about her maid, but she wasn't giving us testimony because then we wouldn't trust her. She's just I'm talking and telling us a story. She's just chatting away. Telling a story. We both kidnapped. 
taking the king captive. When I went to draw water, yet I was constantly watching my mother. I had to go chop wood and collect wood. I was thinking about, I was watching my mother. In other words, nothing happened to her. Just telling the story how, how what kind of devoted son he is. They see that they'd be relying on that to, to uh, marry her off to even a kain. Mishnah. Said he was a I swear in the base of is regarding his wife, even though we were taken captive. Uh, sorry, not taken captive, but we were taken over by these soldiers. I never let my wife go from my hand. For the moment that the goyim came to the shlaim, till they left. In other words, I'm testifying that my wife is, is, is tired, and I'm a coin. I can continue living with her. I'm going to say to him, sorry, ain't other maid al-Aqsa. Your own wife is you are all one of the same. You cannot testify on your behalf. You need other witnesses. Tell him what time we learned. Very sad story. So he watched his wife the whole time, but because the soldiers were there, they, uh, and maybe this is Ash's proof that foreigners, uh, we assume that bad things happened because these are the Romans who came to Islam. They were foreign, the foreign legions. And that's why we suspect that they um, did something wrong, dumb to her. So look what happened. Alpha PK, nevertheless, because they were they were they were a family with kids and everything else, he gave her a house in his courtyard, but they now not have any yichud because he's not allowed to live, if, if, if she was raped or can't live with her. So what happens as follows: the children were always with them. If she ever went out with her kids, first she went out, then her kids behind her. So she was never alone in the courtyard with her. Uh, ex-husband. When she came back home, first the kids came in, then she followed, so she was never yichud. Boy, Abai, Abai, he's asked, can a koyin who divorced his wife, and he's not allowed to take her back, and they both live in the same courtyard or not? Uh, or over there, we allow them to live together because really we don't know if anything really happened, and maybe they're permitted to each other. So we were lenient. But in the case of a Grusha with a Torah clearly says he cannot take your wife back. So therefore, maybe we should not allow them to live in the same courtyard. A demolition makes no difference. Um, what a touch my coming at time to learn how God is used to if somebody divorces his wife, like Tinosa, Bishkanosa, you should not. Um, um, what about you should not allow her to live and, um, and, and so on while you live in the same neighborhood. Tasha says a neighborhood is made up of three houses. And also because they're living near each other, they, you know, they know each other and who knows, something can strike up again. We're here, we're talking about, Islam. we're talking about if you're, if you're the divorce, and your wife wants to get re, got remarried, and you shouldn't allow her to be in, in your courtyard because who knows what's going to happen there. If he was a Koyan, so even if she did not get remarried, a Koyan cannot take his wife, his own wife back, even though she did not get remarried, because once she's divorced, he can't go back. Here we're even more Khamer, even, even more Mahmer, and that is a what? That not only in the Shkuda, which is three houses, but the entire street, you cannot live in, very close to each other. What about a small village? There's an argument here whether a, a, a kvar cotton is larger than a mother or not. It happened. And there's two versions of the Gemara here. One version is that kvar cotton is like, is like a shkuna, and therefore it's, 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 it's like very, very close. It's forbidden even for Yisrael. Other, the other gifts that the Bach brings down is kvar cotton is like a mother. It's only forbidden for a coin, not for Yisrael. So the question, meaning Okay, who has to leave the neighborhood? The husband and the next wife, they divorced. And who has to leave that shkuna, that little neighborhood? The husband or the wife? 
The time we learn, he if she gets displaced, she has to move away. He does not have to move away. He stays there and she moved away. But if she owned the courtyard there, who then he has to relocate. I don't know what's going on here. What happened to both had owned the house there? Who has to leave for who? Tashma, come in here. It says that he needs him for She has to leave before him. What's the case? Am I kidding? He owns the house, then she doesn't. What's the question? Of course, she has to leave. She does. She owns the house. Well, if she owns the house, then he has to leave. Then he has to leave. El Alav isn't it talking about if she say that what that she has to leave and there's a chiddush involved. They both own a house there. In that case, she has to leave. Kagabna, no proof. Maybe he owns the house, but she's renting, and because she's renting, therefore she has to leave. My Havila, bottom line, what's it did? If they both own a house there, who has to leave for who? Tashma, come in here. Interesting. It says in the pasuk, "Hine Hashem." The Eibushter, the Shai is reprimanding Eden. Says Hashem, "Metal tolecha, metal together." The Eibushter will make you wander about like the wandering of a of a male. Um, and why is that? For a male to be homeless is much is far worse than for a female to, to moving about and wandering about. I guess. I guess because a woman gets married, she moves into the man's house. Or they used to be definitely moved into the man's house, let's say, in those days. So therefore, she's used to moving. Another the man was born and died in the same house, possibly. So they're not used to moving. So what we learned. Love him, and if she borrowed from him, and if she borrowed, let's say, from him, let's say, Nixon look, she brought in, and he, she lent him some money, and now she wants to collect back after the divorce. She shouldn't be going to her ex-husband, to, let's say, Zakayan, to try to get back the money, because they're being seclusion, and who knows, what will, you know, something might flare up again. If he comes, she comes to a dintaira, just she and her, there's certain intimacy goes on, dintaira, it's only those two. We don't want that they should restrike a, a strike up a relationship again, because it's a coin and his wife. We also put him in Kherim for him coming to court, put them both in Kherim. And I would have been sure we actually give him um we give him Malchus as well. In fact, we do all three. We learned we lived in a Masechta called Evo Rabasi, which in our Gemara is called Smachs in the back of our um, it says the Medrash Muri talks about the that a person is a ghost is still a living being you now a murderer so it's still a living being even though you won't get punished for murder if you kill him but otherwise in every other respect he's a living person. Uh, when are they talking about when they divorce from the scene? When are we worried about if they divorce from the scene? We don't want them to be alone together. They only got engaged and nothing more than that. So they don't really have a relationship, really. Then she can go ahead and collect the money. They don't have that kind of relationship that's going to flare up again because they were never that close. They only got engaged. They were never married. The one tells a story who others are two versions of the story. There was this others and this um this couple that were engaged, also kind of came for other than some kind of a dintate. And therefore, in this case over here, I don't want them to flare up. Another version is, it wasn't Rabbi said it the other way around. Rabbi did not 
set of shliach. They just came in on their own. Why don't you have a person in between them? So Rabbi said back to defend himself. And Ahmed said, Tell the Abbasi that, you know, if they're merely engaged, don't worry. So he said back to Rabbi, They're not too close to each other. We can see, look how they're so close. They're close to each other.